my God. Mic check, mic check, oh mic check. God. One, two, one, two. Yo, uno, yo, dos. Yo. Uno, dos. Yo, 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 remember yo. when they say that on vacation? Yeah. Uno, dos. Uno, dos. Uno, dos. That went on for like an hour. Test, test. See. <laughs> See. Si. He did that for an hour. Uno, dos. Uno, dos. Uno, dos. See. 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 Uno, dos. Uno, dos. You know si. what it is, man? True North Views podcast, guys. Welcome to another episode. Ooh. This is episode eight. Numero ocho. Ocho cinco. It's Kobe with the afro. Oh, yeah, that's Kobe. <laughs> that was a better Kobe, arguably. No, I was into mm. 24 Kobe. I think. Everyone, 24 Kobe was a Kobe that was a championship Kobe. Let's put it that way. I, yeah, I think 24 Kobe is uh, it's So better. that's one everyone knows. Eight, number eight Kobe was more athletic. Yes. but That's one I was winning dunk contest. Let's be realistic, man. Didn't he win, did he win the dunk contest? Yeah, yeah, he won it. Yeah, I mean, this low key was a trash dunk contest. Oh, yeah, but of course. But he still won. He has the crown, nonetheless. Exactly. Um, but you know what it is, guys? Welcome to another episode of the True North Views podcast. We are the kings of dope criticism. Pharaohs of prolific opinion. And the emperors of elevated thought, man. It's your boy Harris here. I go by the name of Joshola. And as usual, we are giving you our views from the perspective of a couple of first-generation Canadians on what's really buzzing, what people are talking about, and most importantly, as usual, what people are not talking enough what about, not man. Saying. So let's let's get into this, man. Let's let's start the show off. I want to start it off. So we we did mention last week we're gonna compile a little bit of a list hey, of all of our invite. unofficial friends. These are all the people that are getting the invite to the all white party. Hey, the all white party gonna be nice. <laughs> the all white party. Ooh, See how many hurts. of them respond. As you know, that's neither here nor there. But right. nonetheless, they're getting that invite. Yo, tell them who. So, <laughs> Let's go. So let's uh, let's go through the list here of everyone who's been an unofficial friend of the True North Views podcast thus far. Ooh. I'm going to start that list off with Charles Oakley. Shout so out! He was actually the first person to follow us. You know, you know he unfollowed us since, but, but you know, it is uh, what it is. We're, we're claiming that follow. It so. is what it is. At the end of the day, we have the screenshot that says Charles Oakley has started following exactly. you. And so that's shout real. out to that. Shout out to Charles. <laughs> um, Michael Rappaport. <laughs> so. He uh, has communicated with us via direct message several times. Hey, uh, so definitely uh, an unofficial friend of the show. Uh, Joe Budden. So, of mm-hmm. course, he, he replied to a, a number of our tweets. He's hey. retweeted a number of our tweets. Um, retweet, so, retweet. hey, that shows you that we have shit to say. And he's listening. <laughs> and he's listening. Uh, Andrew Schultz, shout out to him. We went Yo, to his show uh, funny, not too long funny ago. Funny guy, funny as hell. Funny motherfucker. Uh, I got 551 loaded up. Mm. Uh, I'm going to play that on repeat soon enough. But he, There were some jokes in there I didn't like. There were some, there some that killed me. I, like, I don't want to ruin it, but the bear joke, oh, that one was hilarious. Shout out to that. Shout out to Andrew Schultz. I still have to listen to it, I'll be honest. But yeah, again, I to it. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a have it on repeat and uh, it's going to get its streams. Don't worry. Uh, shout out to Andrew Schultz. Uh, shout out to Miko Grimes. Hey, uh, several heavy, times. Several, heavy. several, several she times. She free bottles at the party. As Miko Grimes responded to our tweets, again, retweeted, uh, you like. know, Instagram uh, communications as well. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to her. I Heart Miko podcast. That's a fire podcast. Mm-hmm, it definitely um, is. Who else, man? Who else? Who else do we got? Cypher Sounds. Cypher Sounds. So shout out to him. Uh, he responded to us on the gram as well. Funny he was at a thing show too. He uh, opened up. He was one of the opening acts for. Uh, or was it DMC? No, he was no. the DMC. No, he was and he opening. opened. He kind of like did. He kind of did both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MC kind of like 
handles their jokes too. Yeah, the MC has like a joke here and there. So right? he did his. It was funny too. He, he's actually really funny. He's super funny. Of course, he's uh, always been a New York legend. So shout yeah. out to him. Uh, shout out to the Canadian Bo- Broadcasting Corporation. Channel 6. <laughs> CBC Channel 6. 6, 6, 6, 6. They replied to our tweet. Uh, I, I, what did I say? I said, what if it rains on the royal wedding? Oh, yeah. They're like, let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, so such a generic answer. That shit was so funny, man. Um, <laughs> I still remember that. Who else do we got? Who else do we uh, got? Oxtail got Marlon Palmer. He always fucks with us on Twitter. You know, we always reply to his stuff. He always has a conversation with us before. Twice probably he's probably had a conversation with us on Twitter. So shout out to him. The Oxtail God himself. Shout to out Amanda to Grease, his wifey. Amanda Grease, my wifey. Shout, shout out, out to, actually not really shout out, but um, that other lady from um, House someone, of Hollywood. Someone who, uh, House of Hollywood. Well, oh, sorry. Someone who <laughs> shall be remain, uh, sorry, someone who shall remain nameless. nameless from from re- the Real re- Housewives, the original one, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. If I'm mistaken. Yeah. <clears throat> she might have said uh, some stuff that Arguably not, um, the, the second biggest name to come out of that show. Arguably the biggest name. Hey. But uh, this person uh, shall remain nameless. So, shout out to uh, her. But shout out to her nonetheless. Um, Followed by the <laughs> Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Shout out it. to the Breakfast Club. They uh, retweeted our, um, or they like it. What one or it? the other. They retweeted the one where we said everyone is going through 20s. Their mid-20s. The mid-20s. Their life crisis. Yes, there we go. After Kyle said he was going after the after Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club interview. So shout out to the Breakfast Club, or, or most them. importantly, shout out to the intern at the Breakfast Club <laughs> uh, for, for spotting that one out, man. Should hit that follow button, though. <laughs> Yo, hit that follow, man. Well, if you're not hitting that guys. follow, getting those likes, getting Let's those retweets. Go. No if you're follow, loving dude. what you're seeing on the gram, on Twitter, and I follow. Mm-hmm. Yo, follow. We have good stuff to say. Follow, motherfuckers. Yo, who else is next? Let's get it. Shout out to Maul. From the Joe Budden podcast, he's yeah. one of the co-hosts mm-hmm. on there. Uh, they're on their live tour. I wish they were coming to Toronto, but yeah, I saw that. It is what it is. Uh, maybe one, one of these days. One day. Um, yeah, no, he he had an interaction with us on Twitter as well. Uh, I think he had retweeted us or, or responded to the tweet or something, man. Something along the lines of Rodney Hood needing to play way before Game Four. Um, and then shout out. To Savon, of course. Savon. He is uh, one of our official, unofficial, official friends. Unofficial, official. Or official. Uh, however you want to word it at this point. We don't even know how to word it at this point. But uh, He's a friend. He, Yeah. Yeah. He's a friend. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, Savon and, and all of the Need to Know podcasts, man. That's uh, definitely mm-hmm. one of the favorite podcasts that are out there. Um, for anyone that's listening to us, you will absolutely enjoy them. Alex uh, and so, Stephanie so, Michelle. Yeah. So look that up, man. Need to Know podcast. And again, like you just heard, shout out to Alex as well. Shout out to Steph. Uh, they are the co-hosts of the mm-hmm. Need to Know podcast. Uh, shout out Good to podcast, all three of them. Man. And the podcast itself for having several interactions with us. Uh, once again, man, we really appreciate that. How much would you pay to enter a party with all these people there? How much would you pay to enter a party? It's going down at, I don't know, what's a, what's a, what's a, what's a place that hosts people now? Uh, the Drake. Hope. The Drake Hotel. The Drake Hotel. It's going down at the Drake Hotel, fourth floor. It's going to be an all-white party. All-white party. The Drake Hotel. You're going to have Michael Rappaport, Joe Budden, Alex, or oh, Alex, Andrew Schultz, Cypher Sounds, Miko Grimes. Um, Maul, Alex, the Breakfast Savon, Club, Steph, the Oak Man, Marlon Palmer. Take it in. All these guys have a booth. Everyone they has have a bottles. Booth. Yo, how much are you paying? How much is cover for this? How much are you charging? Cover? I mean, cover. Cover has to be like a generous, like. Okay. I mean, I'm saying like a two ninety nine. 
Two ninety nine. I'm saying like you need to get a booth to come to this party. Two ninety nine entry price. Jeez, guys, wild. Like two dollars ninety nine cents or two hundred ninety nine. Two hundred and ninety nine okay. dollars. Yeah, that makes sense. There's I, a lot of motherfuckers here, so yo, pay that price. Mm-hmm. CBC is coming, fam. Pay that. How price. do you see the CBC at a at a party? <laughs> yo, don't kill me, man. But yo, yeah. shout out to all of the uno- unofficial friends thus far, and the official friends as well. But as usual. The list is always growing. Steady right? climbing. The list is always growing. Steady mobbing. So it's like, yo, man, it's like no matter what happens. We're pushing, we're pushing out That there. list is going to keep going and going and going and going. Because we're friendly people. We don't, we don't bite. We want to say hi to everyone out there. We want you to interact with us. <clears throat> we want you, by the way, coming off a little... A little cough this week, a little throat thing, a little runny nose. So if I clear my throat a couple of times, guys, just forgive me. But yeah, we, we're friendly people. We want to meet people. We want people to meet us. So yo, shout us out, celebrities, non-celebrities. Comment on our shit, celebrities, non-celebrities. We got you. We'll shout you out on the podcast. Rage, review, comment. Oh. Follow <laughs> us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. True North Views, all one word. T-R-U-E-N-O-R-T-H-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. True North Views Podcast. Well, actually, I don't think the podcast is at the end, but you get it. You know, True North Views. Yo, you spell almost, it out. You were almost able to successfully. I can never spell that. Spelling is I just, don't understand why that is. Like I just don't know why. Like words, numbers make sense in my head. It can't words, be that hard to give the social. So it's like, I don't know if I have to do it. <laughs> Words and letters Every single time. don't but make sense in my head. True North Views, guys. Numbers it's all do. one word on Instagram. It's True North Views on Twitter. It's True North Views on SoundCloud. It's mm-hmm. True North Views. No matter where you go, Apple. it's True Instagram. North Views, right? So it's that simple. Follow us. Tell a friend to 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 tell a friend. Six times. And just keep going. Keep just going. keep going with this. So, yeah, man, I mean, yo, like I said, this list is ever growing, man. New so friends every day. We have, I was going to say two unofficial, unofficial friends to add, but I guess it's like way more than two. But you guys will see where I'm going with yeah, this. Yeah, so, yeah. first and foremost, guys, you guys need to look up a gentleman by the name of Ian Schwartzman. Or is it Ian Connor? All one word. I-A-N-S-C-H. W A R T Z M A N. You need to look up look up on his Instagram. Look at the sixth most recent post on that Instagram page. Hey. And what you will find hey. is a tweet. Tweet tweet. From one true North Views. What? Who are those people? And you may ask, well, who is Ian Schwartzman? Ian Schwartzman works with the pull-up. Who is The Pull-Up? The Pull-Up is a show made by Joe Budden, where he's interviewing either a round table of people or an ah. individual. And we're creating that one degree of separation. Right there. That's it. Right there. Say no more. Go go check that Instagram page. Go look at the sixth picture. Say no more. So shout out seven, to uh, Ian Schwartzman for that, man. Yeah. We really appreciate that. We really appreciate you uh, identifying that. Because it was a it was a heartfelt tweet. It really was. I'm not gonna read the tweet out loud. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys, you know, wonder what that tweet is and then go ahead and check it out yourself. So look at that one. 
Ian Schwartzman, all one word, unofficial friend. Shout out Welcome to, to the club. Tell them where you were Wednesday night. Was it Wednesday, Wednesday night? Wednesday night. Tuesday night. Oh, it was Tuesday night. Was it Tuesday night? Yeah, it was Tuesday night. Was it Tuesday night? It was Wednesday night. No, it was. It was Tuesday night. No, it was Wednesday night. I'm almost certain it was Tuesday night. I'm almost certain. Anyway, tell them where you were. Yo, you might be right. It might be Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what day it was. I think it's Wednesday. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Wednesday. About what day I'm it was. pretty sure it was Wednesday. Okay, fuck it. Anyways, anyways, yo. TDE Championship Tour. Kendrick Lamar. K-Dot. Schoolboy Q. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absol. I wear sunglasses at night. I was going to say SZA, but it's unfortunate that her uh, vocal cords are what they are. But, hey. J-Rock. I like to win. Sir. Win, win, win. Lance Skywalker. And Zakari. Who? Zakari. That sounds so familiar. Oh, he was he, he featured on um, Kendrick Lamar's album. Yeah, for love. Yep, yep, mm, yep, yep, yeah. yep. Was it love? Yo, yeah, it was love. How was the show? T E Championship Tour. Everyone that I just named, welcome to the unofficial friends <laughs> of the True North Views podcast. Every concert we go to, they're your friend we of the podcast. We don't fact check. We don't fact check. They are now unofficial friends. Shout out to all of them. First of all, let me just no. let me just say this. How was the show? The show was special. Where special. Was, where was it? It was at the uh, Budweiser stage formerly known in Toronto, Molson formerly known as the Molson Amphitheater. Uh, it's the uh, all our names out here. Western part of the downtown core. A hey. uh, overlooks the lake. I think doesn't. <laughs> It's, 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 it's near close there. to the lake. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we don't fact check. <laughs> we'll say it overlooks the lake. Overlooks the lake. A outdoors beside um, Ontario Place. Beside Ontario Place, the weather was holding up marvelously. Hey, yeah, we've been having a good summer. It was so an outdoor far. show, man, and and yo, they killed it. What was amazing? Well, okay, so first of all, just sort of the layout of the show. TDE Championship Tour. So like that, like sounds all like Championship Tour. Yeah. Hey, we won. Now we're going to go tour, showcasing to everyone that we've won, right? So Win, 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 win. What was cool about it was they were introducing everyone like um, like a starting lineup intro. Like, oh, that's introducing sick. first from Compton, California. At the same time? Sir. I don't know where he's or actually just... from. They're all from California, though. But like one at a time. Okay, oh, and then they come out and perform. Exactly. And so not, not, not like that. So it's like, you know, let's say it's sir, right? So from wherever, California, yeah. sir. And then he'll... Uh, he'll sing two, three, four songs, whatever his set was. Yeah, and then the thank y'all, thank y'all for the time. Da, da, da. And next up from Crenshaw, California, SZA. Like obviously uh-huh. she wasn't there. But yeah, but I know like what you're that, saying. Like, you know and they'll come do their set. Exactly. So that was crazy. Um, the show itself was crazy. Yo, it, it it really made me acknowledge that Kendrick Lamar is like by far. The best rapper of our generation by far and not that it was really ever in question i don't think i um i think it, it it's almost borderline se- consensus i've never seen him live actually kendrick, have i seen kendrick live no i've never seen kendrick live i was supposed to see my yeezus but then when Yeezus got pushed i never saw him put but it this way if you get the chance you're gonna have to you're gonna have to see him because right. there's certain artists that can elevate their sound or elevate their artistry live 
Whereas most good. other artists sound trash. Like, yeah, because that's why I don't go to rap shows. Is because a lot of rappers now just play their song they and just, just play the song and just you know say stuff, say, two say lines, exactly, and like, might try to say what up, crowd. Like, but come on, yeah, they're not really. Perform if I'm gonna listen to the song, I'll just listen to the song for free. Perform your songs exactly. Where I download my song, I'll just play it on a speaker. Yeah, I don't you know? need you to just ad lib your own. Songs. But Kendrick Lamar put on a, a show, like a show. His set was probably his set was. Could have been an hour. He's headlining that shit. He's the biggest name. His set may have been an hour. Um, how, how, so who started? Who came out first? So who came out first? I think it was Skywalker that came out first, if I'm not mistaken. Every time you say Skywalker, I think of Miguel. It was either Zakari or Skywalker. I forget which one came out first. But whoever came out first only performed one track. Oh, that's That cheesed me. I was like, yo, already? Come on, it's supposed to be like, it's your, it's like your, your record label tour. Like, let's, let's get to know you better. That's what I'm saying, right? So I, I, I was like, yo, I hope... This is not what all of the <laughs> the rest of the this is not what all of the opening acts are gonna be like. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not here for just one song. Um, and then again, the other had come out second, so Zakari or Skywalker, mm-hmm. and then Sir came out. Sir. And then Sir Sir set was solid. How many songs roughly do you think? I want to say like five. Oh, okay, that's good. That's a good set. Five. That's yeah. a good five times three, fifteen minute set. <laughs> a little bit longer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's just roughly twenty, 20 minute set, roughly. Yeah. Absol came out, solid set. Yeah, yeah Absol. That was a solid uh, 20, 15, 20 minute set mm-hmm. as well. And then uh, J Rock came out, mm. killed it, killed it. Too bad his album hadn't come out by then. Killed it. The album had not come out yet, but he absolutely killed it. Did he it. perform any song that was on his album? Yeah, he performed Wind. Oh, well, yeah, Wind was like a single. Well, like yeah, I guess that, that's true. I'm actually, did he perform like any song that's on the album that hadn't so. come out yet? Uh. I, I don't particularly remember. Yeah, you probably remember because you. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. you know. I, I uh, you know, it took a few down. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. God's green earth. You know God's what I mean? Earth, you know yeah. what I mean? Just bent on, you know, throw some grass. <laughs> um. So and then after J Rock was a schoolboy Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. killed it. He absolutely. Yeah, killed he look. It. He seems like he'd be good. Like he performed a lot of oxymoron tracks. That that was his biggest album yeah. today. He's like, oh, how many, how many y'all fucking with me since oxymoron? And then y'all everyone's making their noise. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He played Man of the Year to end off his set. Oh, yeah, he has to. Yo, come on. Yo, that was incredible. And then uh, Kendrick came out, obviously. Ooh, how long was Absol? Not Absol, sorry. Schoolboy Q set. It was uh, probably another 20, 25. Okay. Yeah, they all they all probably had equal timing, 20, 25 minutes. Right. Did, they, when, when, did they start on time? Was it one of those or did they start like... Yo, the gates open at 6. What they didn't start till eight thirty. When was this supposed to start on the ticket? Well, I don't know. I mean, they. I think the ticket had said. We'll say like seven. The ticket I may have said eight. That. This is what I think happened. The ticket, I'm pretty sure, said eight. Oh, okay. So thirty minutes. But That's then, no, hold on, hold on. But then it it said eight, and then they emailed me. I think the day of the event, that said the time has been pushed up. So it was gates open seven, event starts eight. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, the time has been pushed up. The gates open at six, the show starts at seven. Wow. And then it was starting eight. Whereas I'm pretty sure they knew the whole time the show doesn't start at oh, seven. Oh, yeah, they just wanted everyone in there. They just wanted everyone in from six, right? Yeah. So yeah, 30 minutes basically mm-hmm. is, is what the delay was. So it's not like the worst thing on the planet. I'll take that. Um, but yeah, no, that show that show was crazy, man. That show was like any surprise guesses? Guests? No surprise guesses. Um, <laughs> guesses. Uh, when when Kendrick was out, he brought out um, he brought out J Rock to perform that track again. 
Um, win, 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 win. Not win, win, win. Oh, win, no, win. sorry. Yeah. Uh, what's the next one called again? Miss me with that bullshit. Yeah, miss me with that bullshit. You went really, really wild. You were a tourist. So he brought out J-Rock. So they performed that track like three times. I wish Future was there. I wish Future was there. Uh, that would have been crazy. I was like expecting somewhat of a surprise somewhere. Da -de -da -de -da. That wasn't happening, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, what else with that concert, man? I'm trying to remember. Was it packed? It was fucking packed. It was to capacity for Ooh, sure. That's definitely that's uh, capacity of that theater no idea. or stage is actually more than I thought. I looked it up. How much is it? It's like fifteen thousand. Really? Uh, at Molson? Yeah. That small place? Yeah. You guys don't know if you're not from Toronto. Molson <laughs> is not like a big venue. Yeah. Like people that cancel out the ACC, which is supposed to be bigger, go to the Molson to perform. Oh, that's I weird. think I think it's like fourteen, like something yeah, like that's, really that's like still up huge. there. I thought it would be like seven thousand. I swear. That's the same thing I thought. And then I don't I know if that I don't know if that counts lawn. That does include lawn. Does it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, mm -hmm. that makes sense. Okay, it so can. That, it, there's no way it fits fifteen thousand without lawn. Okay, so then the okay, so but that's still a lot. They had like fifteen thousand people at the show, hey. and that's definitely capacity. Shout out. So it's like shout out to that. Um, I don't think really anything much else to report from the concert. I think it was, I'm trying, I'm trying to think where it ranks in my top concerts that I've <laughs> ever been to in general. Yeah. It's top three, no doubt. Really? Is it's top good? three, no doubt. I think it's better than, again, the venue could, could have a, uh, have something to do with it. Uh, the timing of the music could have something to do with it. So, you know, it's all sort of mm -hmm. dynamic. And you could always change your mind. So yeah, what the fuck? It's fucking life. Um, no one cares. <laughs> I, I've seen J. Cole twice. Hey, who hasn't? Or three times. I feel like everyone has seen J. Cole. I feel like, yeah, I feel like everyone, everyone, at everyone least from once. our generation has seen J. Cole twice. At least. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And you try to go for a dollar. Remember the dollar, dollar, dollar tour? tour? That was hilarious. Yo, fuck. Imagine if you got into that for a dollar. Oh, God. I would have cried. to you. You're lucky. Um, I... I think, and I'm and I'm sort of saying this like in, in hesitation. I think Kendrick Lamar's performance was better than J Cole's performance. Really? From any J Cole. Show you think I've just because his to. album was like more different? Like, I don't yeah, I remember, think Damn was different from 2014. Was it 2014? Yeah. Drive. And he did Love's Yours after too. I don't necessarily feel it was the music content. Um, now again, you've been to J Cole shows. You're aware yeah. of the presentation in J Cole shows. Yeah, he's all about. I almost want to say Kendrick's was at the very least right there. So he had good presentation too. He wasn't presentation just on, was he wasn't just on stage no, with the no, DJ. Not and at all. Like they had like background stuff. Great going presentation, on. great background, great um, um, sort of quote unquote videos to go yeah. with the music. Okay, he's okay, performing. that's good. That's good. That's a good. Um, you know, sometimes he was using the the main level of the stage. Sometimes he was using the second level of the stage. Oh wow! Um, okay, that's there great. was a lot going on. Kendrick is a great performer. Uh, good. You can tell he's studied the craft, and he's definitely the greatest of our generation. No doubt about it. Uh, like that's Drake's still up there. Drake, no, you can't know. Drake no. is. You cannot the, say not even close. After, when it comes to bars, not the same, but Drake is still an amazing. It's not Drake. Musician, Drake can put music together. It's by far Kendrick Lamar. I'm talking everything. Like when you, have you been when to a Drake you say show? Go. It's everything considered. Drake's up there. It's, the it's lyrics. Drake is up there it's too. It's performing. I'm not saying Kendrick isn't ability, up there. I'm it's saying, album sales. It's awards. It's whatever else. Drake Kendrick to me is one A one B. He the can both. no longer be one B, which Drake would have to be if if that's the argument you're trying to make. He can no longer be one B because the lyrics aren't there. 
Ryan's in there because he ghost because he thinks he uses a ghostwriter. Because it's been proven that he has using ghostwriting. Yeah. So that alone, everyone uses ghostwriting. That alone, if if Kendrick's lyricism is at say a ten out of ten, or if you want to be critical, a nine out of ten, and you thought Drake's lyricism was an eight and a half or an eight out of ten, you now by default have Put, to bring that down yeah, and bring that down saying. a notch to seven and a half max. Well, I see what you're saying. He so that be, alone is too much of a gap to have Drake as number one for me. That's yeah. that's as simple as it gets. So for me, it's like. For me, I always say the, the the Mount Rushmore for me, for my generation, is Drake, Kendrick, Kendrick, Cole, Wale. I'm one of the only few. Like, Wale, Wale's, Wale's I, put, Wale, I put a chill to Wale's face and I'm taking Wale off that Mount Rushmore right, right So now. Wale, we know for, for sales reasons, for not song making, not even close because the songs are great. But for sales reasons, you kind of can't consider them there. You can't. Unfortunately, it's part of but it. But you have to think what sales relates to your music somehow. No, no, no. Don't diss his music. Yes, it does. Don't diss the music. His, no, it doesn't. It, it, it his just, last album was not that great. I'm going to move on from that. His last um, album was not that great. I'm Everyone would tell you that. I'm going to move on from that discussion. Because you're, so, you're Wally Standor. It's like how I'll say everything about... I'm definitely going to move on from that discussion. Someone is good. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't see Wally on my Rushmore a, anymore. Let's agree to disagree there. There we go. Cole, you can't put there, unfortunately, uh, as much as I want to put Cole on there because his stardom just isn't as big as, as Kendrick and Drake's. Oh, definitely not. That's something that I've accepted. Um, hey, it happens with everyone. Not everyone can be a Drake. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So that leaves you with Kendrick and, and, and Drake. The lyricism alone sets Kendrick apart. I see what you're saying there. That's it. Right, I still say Drake. Um, <laughs> are you going to any other concerts? Me, yeah. You have planned up. Uh, in July, I think it's July twenty fourth. It's a Wiz Khalifa, Ray Shremond, Ray Shremond, Lil Sky. Shremond, yeah, that guy. I just call him Ray Shremond. Shremond, Drummond, ears drumming, ears drummer backwards. Drummer's ear. Uh, Lil Skies. Ooh, can't wait to see that. And that uh, OT Genesis. But I don't care about OT Genesis. But yeah, that just that coming up, and then there's the Uzi one that's coming up. Uzi, Pilo. Wait, you going to all these? Yeah, Shit. they're not. No, no, sorry. Lil Skies, Ray Sherman, Wiz Khalifa is one concert. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They're all coming together, and then Uzi, G Easy. I forgot who else is coming with them. They're coming again later on. Those are only two I have planned, but who we? I'm I'm, I'm for those two concerts. One's in July, one's in August. You're not trying to go to that Gambino show. You see, I saw the ticket prices. You got Gambino money. Exactly. Yo, Nosebleeds ACC starting at 90 before fees. Yo, nosebleeds. You heard that. Nosebleeds. Was it $90 before fees? $90, $89.95 before fees on so ticket. So after master. fees, that's like 110 Pretty much. You're adding like a good 20, almost $20. For the 300 section? Uh, I don't know if I really gig. I don't like I love Gambino. Like I would pay that money if it was 100 level. But three hundred level, and I've been to every Gambino show in Toronto. Everyone, the one at Echo Beach, the one that got postponed, I ended up doing at Mod Club. No, not Mod Club. What's the one um by the river? I have no idea. So <laughs> it just got Rebel. What Rebel used to be called? Sound Academy, I think. Sound Academy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sound, Sound Academy. Academy. Sound There's Academy. another show he did, which I, I I went to. I can't remember where. I've been to almost. All, I've been to all the shows, so it sucks that I don't know. We'll see. We'll see closer to the date. Hey man, money. 
Money, money, money. Exactly. <laughs> so, yo, keep 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 playing our views so we can you know we can get money. Yo, we gotta get that money so we can go to shows and, and give let you guys you know, all that news. Let you know if you should go to it or not. It all comes full circle, guys. It does. Um, but let's dig deeper into this music potpourri, man. So, uh, where, where else do we want to go with music? New Nas, you, you listen. Okay. Nasir, Nasir. Obviously, uh, I heard it. I didn't listen to it. I guess you can put it that okay. way. And I've only listened to like I've only heard like four tracks on it. Okay, so because it dropped hella late. Who the hell? Yo, what's wrong with fucking Nas? And- so Nas was what were they saying? Nas is trying to learn how to upload it or some shit. <laughs> I could upload. Why they, they doing it like that? Yo, man's old. Like that. Come on, he's not a dinosaur. Is he the same age as like Ye and Pusha and all of them, or is he slightly older? He's probably older. I feel like he's older. I doubt it. I doubt it. he's like. When did it matter? It matter came out ninety nine. How old was he ninety nine? If he was eighteen, he was old. <laughs> If he was 22 when Illmatic came out in 99, 20 years later, he's like 42. So he's probably, he's probably in his early 40s. Let's find out. Nas is... Yo, the internet is not really like telling me anything that I want to yo, know. Just say, how old is Nas? <laughs> the internet is 44. There we go. Oh, of course. I said 42. Push is 40. Kanye is 40. Kanye is like 41. Yeah, 41, 42, something like that. So three years older. Is it that much of a difference? Yes, I'm fucking. Don't, don't kill me. But um, anyways, moving back. Did to you the listen Nas. to the Nas? Album? I listened to it actually. I listened to it a lot. Um, it dropped too late. What I, I want to say time. is this. So I listened to it a lot today, mm-hmm. right? So uh, before we were before we started recording, because I really wanted to take it in. I want. I really wanted to give it its fair shot. Yeah. Um, on first listen, now I listened to it last night. Okay, I didn't listen to it last night. Yo, I was on another planet. Last night, you're probably off the Akmadi too, so that, um, that, that I was tired. <laughs> I was on Mars, Pluto. If you know what I mean. <laughs> right? He was on Pluto. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> and I was listening to the Nas, and I was like fading in and out of sleep. And I remember saying to myself, you know, I'm not really feeling this that much. I'm kind of disappointed. Um, let's just say the opinion has completely changed. Did you listen to it this morning? I listened to it very often. Like I listened to it. I think. Four, maybe five times in a row. Damn. I really wanted to take it in. Um, because it's like, I again, the first couple listens, I was like, yo, this is not that. Like, it's not that good. Like, I liked it, the first few songs I heard, but sorry, go on. I'm, 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 I'm basically putting it on a barometer of Kanye. Are you elevating this person past mm, what they've already... What they, production that they've received in the past. I see what you're saying. Now, here's the thing with Nas. Nas worked with DJ Premier. Mm-hmm. DJ Premier is up there as one of the better Premier and you DJs. can't get any better than DJ Premier with a New York rapper mm-hmm. so it's like sound. Kanye will never be as good with production as DJ Premier was for Nas mm-hmm. I see that for Nas that alone makes me sort of set a bias on the album so do you think the production was better with this or his older albums with DJ Premier. So, I mean, it's it's nowhere close to Illmatic. Oh, yeah, Illmatic's. It's nowhere up close there. to It Was Written, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really like It Was Written a lot. Um, but they are good beats. I would say that. It's good beats, it's They're, good production. It fits Nas's sound. Nas, to me, needs a sound that sounds like a fucking like, godly, like yeah. Roman Empire, Pharaoh. Egypt, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he needs that godly type he's, of. He's giving a message. He's not just exactly. saying, "I'm going to club. I'm trying to get these girls." Like he has like a message. You need to have like the right tone to fit 
the message. Exactly. I know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, and and I and I feel like Kanye did successfully do that. I was right? from the beats I've heard, like the fourth track. I did purposely just take in the production. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, ten years ago, Nas would never rap to any of these beats. It just was not in his. Like if someone probably said Nas, here's a beat for your album. He probably those out those beats that Kanye did this time. He'd probably be like, hell no. <laughs> so I do think the production is completely different. I was into um, Nas is a work of art with his letter lettership. Let's that thing wait penmanship. 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 <laughs> yes, I said lettership. Letter Don't kill me. His penmanship is a work of art. Still continue that as well. That was the lyricism was good. Uh, the production was good. The songs were good. Um, I don't really have anything negative per se to say about it. Um, the only thing I would say about the album is that to me, maybe the flow, and I'm not saying Nas's flow, I'm saying the flow from song to song. Maybe the flow wasn't completely there. You think that had to do with the beats? Because that's what I thought so too with some right? of the songs. Like, I don't. I felt like was it the beat? Because like, well, I mean, it's like he's not okay, used so, to rapping to those kind of beats. I don't think it's the beat. So think about it this way. So when you heard um, Daytona as an example, and you remember um, what would Meek do transitioning into mm-hmm. the final song, you're Infrared. Um, you also remember um, the song before Santeria. I forget which song that was. Can't remember, remember, yeah. And how it linked into the Santeria beat. Um, so it, it, it just followed more of a cohesion yeah. song to song, in my opinion. Um, I don't feel Nas's album followed as much cohesion. That's not to say it's just all over the place. But it just didn't really... I think if it landed with that cohesion... It would have been an extremely great album. But I yeah. think because of that, again, in my opinion, lack of cohesion um, from song to song, I have it as a really good album. Um, obviously, you can't throw a great title on there no. so soon for any body of work, I feel. It is. He's um, you got to give it some it. time. So I'd say it could be an extremely good album if it had that cohesion. But for now, for now I just say it's a really good album. Okay. Um, From what I've heard, too, it's a good album, four songs deep. I feel like I've listened to it enough times to give it a rating. And I would say my rating at this point, again, uh, let's let's set some context to that. Um, I'm going to sort of adjust some of my ratings, too. KOD was a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, Daytona was an eight and a half. Did um, you say eight and a half or nine? Eight and, I, I probably said nine before, but I'm, You're taking I'm back adjusting to eight and a half. Or I don't want to be too critical, but again, I might adjust those later. So eight and a half, uh, Kitsy Ghost, uh, seven. Um, yay, yay, seven. Um, this album by Nas, Nasir, eight. Okay, I'll give Kitsy Ghost. I've increased it to an eight. Yay, I'm leaving at seven and a half. I don't think it was an amazing album. Daytona, I'll leave at nine. KOD, I'll leave a nine. Yeah, that's why I'm, from what I've heard from Nas, it's about an eight. But that's just one listen to yeah. four tracks. Yeah, it's so it's not, hard to, yeah, I'm hard don't, to get it. Don't, don't um, hold that against me. All right, so fair enough. So let, let's move on from there. I think that's the shortest amount of time that we've talked <laughs> about something Kanye Because we talked about Kanye for how many weeks, weeks now? And we saw Tiana Taylor Jesus coming Christ. again? Jesus Christ. I heard that stuff is going to be good. Tiana Taylor's album, I can already tell you, is going to be a nine out of ten. You think it features... Iman Shumpert on it? You think yeah. there's going to be a track featuring Iman Shumpert? Iman is Shumpert? nice, yo. But let's give, we got to give him the credit he deserves. I think you like man. him. I don't, I don't think anything Iman special. Iman is nice, man. I don't see anything special in his, in his work. <laughs> Iman is nice. But yo, let's move on. What else came out? Uh, that, that J-Rock. J-Rock. That win, J-Rock. win, win, win. 
Yo, when, how many times have you rocked this album? You know, it's crazy. I didn't even know he was coming out with music until he didn't say that at the show. Though, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I was going to say, I was at the show and I'm and I know his songs, so I'm bumping his songs, and it's like new album on Friday, and I was like, what? What? Whoa, are you kidding me? So I was hella mm-hmm. amped. Um, I've played this album several times. Several times. I can't tell you how several many. Several times. I several it times. Once and I played it once when you played it. This is a really good album. It's good. It's good, you know. I this will it. be his coming of age album. This will be the album that finally gets him recognized okay, yeah. on a national scale. I see that. I can see that with this um, album. It's that good. There's a lot on here. There's a lot of great lyrics on here. There's a lot of distinguishable songs on there, mm-hmm. memorable songs on there, songs on there with catchy hooks, hey, songs on there with say catchy that. beats. He sound, it sounds like a Kendrick album. Like None the way of Kendrick, it's mumbling. The way Kendrick will make his album, that's how that sounded. Yo. A curated album, yeah. Good features. Mm-hmm. Kendrick was featured. Jeremiah was featured. J. Cole. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Uh, SZA. SZA was on it, yeah. I remember I heard that. I was like, who is this girl? <laughs> I forgot about her. Yeah, SZA was on it. So great future, like you said as well. Future um, was on it too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. From win, 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 win. No, not win, bro. You keep confusing the tracks. The other one. Um, oh, okay. yeah. Me, miss me with that bullshit. Yeah, miss yeah. me with that bullshit. <laughs> I always forget about that. I always say win, win, win. win. Okay. I really like that win track. I think it's so good. What did you think about the J-Rock, though? You listened to it a few times yeah. as well. So I'm not, uh, I'm never going to act like I listen to J-Rock. Like, I've heard a few of his stuff because I used to listen to Black Hippie a few years ago. That's TDE's um, Kendrick, Absol, Schoolboy Q, and J-Rock. They had a group called um, <clears throat> uh, Black Hippie. So it's probably so, been before TDE officially? No, it was when they all were TD, but this was like 2012, okay. 2011 days. Right, like, right, yeah. Kendrick was still fresh. Absol was still fresh. Oxymoron hasn't even come out yet. Um, so I listened to like, their stuff individually, and J-Rock was the one I, was the person that I took in the least. Mm. But I did. I never crossed him out as a bad rapper. I just said it wasn't... Yeah, just... But it wasn't me. It happens. So the sound came. I said, well, I like J-Rock. I like TDE. I like Black Hippie. I'm like, why not? Listen to it. I bumped on my way home from work, and I was like, whoa. It's pretty good. Um, the features surprised me because I wasn't looking at the track listing. Mm-hmm. I was letting it play. I was like, ooh. That's the best ooh. way to do it, yo. Ooh, I was like, ooh, okay. That's the best way to do it. I don't know how it. people want to see in-depth trailers before watching a movie. Yeah, I see. If I know I'm going to watch a movie, I don't watch a trailer. If I know, if I'm on the edge of watching a movie, then I'll watch a trailer. And same thing with music, right? So like you said, you didn't but look I, at the... I like seeing the title and like when I listen to the song okay, and then I, I hear the title, I'm like, okay. I like that it. I agree with. I can right? Like with. the title, you want to see for sure. You want to memorize, not memorize, but you want to remember yeah, the just song. Yeah, because like, like you song. said, like you didn't see it. You didn't see the, uh, the, the track list in advance and when, no. when Cole came up or when Kendrick came up, you were like, oh shit. Pretty much. And it like, made whoa. you more excited, right? Half the time I was like, did the song, did the, did the album end? Is it playing album radio, Spotify, all the Spotify listeners That's what I thought it was. So, um, yeah, it was pretty good. I, I'm not even going to lie. I will bump it again sometime this week. I'm going to bump it's it It's up there with my <laughs> with my um, current bumps, which is Nazir. Ye still up. I still bump Ye. Um, I still bump Kitsy Ghost. Daytona, I still bump up, obviously. Pretty much. But those albums are so small. I, it's almost like I'm bumping one song, yeah. to be honest. Just one 20-minute song. 25-minute albums or 20-minute yeah. albums. One car um, ride and I'm there. Do, like, you have a, do you have a rating for that J-Rock album? Well, the two times I've heard the album in... Full. 
Yeah. No, I'll give it like an eight right now. Yeah. Gonna, yeah, I agree with that. I have it as an eight as well. It's a um, good album. Really if you good like album, rap right? music, you would you would not be disappointed. Let's put it that way. There's a couple tracks, man. The bloodiest. So of course that's yeah. that's that's, that's that the first track? That's the first track. Yes, that, that, that first track got me into it. Like, I was like, he knew how to start the album. That ES Tales track is really good. So that's the that's that track that sounds like um that sounds like a Joey Badass beat. Okay, okay, I can see that. You know yeah. that one? Um, and then there's Tapa with Jeremiah. That song. Oh, Jeremiah. Honestly, I was like, I got to take it some Jeremiah again after this. Yeah, Jeremiah? He, no, Jeremiah's he killed it with the vocals. Jeremiah's underrated. Uh, there's Broke plus minus. Yeah, Broke was uh, good. There's a Wild Freestyle with Kendrick. That, I love that Wild Freestyle. Oh, I, I think oh, Wild Freestyle I played twice in my car. I was like, whoop. End song, album, put it back let's, let's be realistic here. The whole album is, is again, fire. If you like rap music... You will like this, I you swear. You will like this. So, again, that is called Redemption by J-Rock. We give it an 8 out of 10. Go listen to that shit. Moving on. This is all you. XXL Freshman List I know has shit about been this. released. The only thing I know about this XXL is that J.I.D. is on there. And shout out to J.I.D. Yeah, J.I.D. is underrated. Because he's sick. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought he was a girl for the longest time. I never actually <laughs> yep. looked in more into like who he is. First of all, when I could, when I find musicians, if I look into who you are, I'm I'm probably not going to like you. That happened to me with Takashi. I knew who Takashi was before I heard his first song, and I was like, well, I don't want to like him. If I didn't like, if I didn't know who Takashi was, I probably would have liked him. But <clears throat> yeah, the, the freshman list got released Wednesday, Thursday. Few names on it, few names not on it. I don't care about who's on it. That's what I was talking about. My question is. Do you still see this list as a credible source of these people are going to blow up in the next few years? Well, my answer is, have I ever seen that list <laughs> as a barometer of who's going to blow up and who's not? No. And I've never seen legitimacy in, in XXL. In the late 2000s, it was okay. like, it was the list like... Yeah, when it was actually a hip-hop magazine. Yeah, so that, that's okay. what I'm going Like, is XXL a staple in the hip-hop community anymore no i think i think the freshman list has been done since about 2013 if i'm not mistaken i would have to go back and take a look at who's on the list but i mm-hmm. think i think freshman's been done for a while man i don't I'm think it's credible that i agree i don't yeah. think do you think there's something they can do to make themselves credible at this point like what's the xxl freshman list you know what someone says someone said at this point it's cooler to not be on the list you get more buzz. that's silly so because like for example on this xl there's only nine people rather than ten because Lil Skies was supposed to be the tenth spot, mm-hmm. and then he turned it down, saying he doesn't care about XXL. That it's again, it's not credible. It's bullshit. Just doing it for views. People that and say then, that are like people that act like they don't want to win a Grammy. But then Drake turned on this list, and Drake said, "You're too late." Nicki Minaj turned on this list. They, she said, "You're too late." Amigos turned on the list. They said, "You're too late." These are this is in the past. Tory Lanez right. turned on the list last year. Mm-hmm. He said, "I should have been on the year before." So that's these guys that just have ego. I don't think that it speaks to, like you said, if, if they had said it's too late, then it's not a question of whether XXL, it's better to not be on the list because at that point, it makes no difference whether they're on the list, right? Like they're already hot enough to a point where on list or off list literally makes no difference so to their stardom. So at one point, this list used to be people you've probably, you've probably heard maybe two of these people on the list, mm-hmm. which is what everyone wanted. Right. Which is what everyone still wants, which is what I want from this list. I want it to be, oh, who is this guy? Let mm-hmm. me go find his music. Okay, yeah, I can see why this guy will blow up. So now, I'll tell you something on the list. Lil Pump. Okay. He's not getting any more popular from this list. No. Everyone that, lives, well, everyone that knows XXL knows who Lil Pump is. But they, they also need a headliner. 
right? So, and, and Pump is probably, like, if I remember the photo, he's in the center of the photo. Yeah, so right? what I was so, saying, but there's also other headliners there. There's Trippy Red, okay, huge. Okay, but we're talking about who's the main name, Lil Pump. Okay, but right? who on that list, I don't, okay, we don't even know who the list is. You have the list open, right? Yeah. Who on that list don't you know of, other than Steph Don probably? And I know Steph Don. I heard on, uh, Rick, was she, on she was on Rick Ross's. I'm looking at a picture right now, and there's nine names, like you said. One, two, three of them, I can't tell you. Okay, it's probably Wi-Fi Funeral, you probably don't know. Don't know who that is. Um, I can't remember this off the top of my head. But that's what I'm saying. I want people more like Wi-Fi Funeral. People Who's the girl? Steph Landon. Never heard of her. You've, you've heard on a few features before, but she's not. She just, she's never had a single that blew up. And then the dude beside Blockboy JB. Yeah, Papa JB's on that list. No, the guy, there's a guy I, beside me. I, I just don't like him. Um, I don't know. I can't remember who's on the list. But either way, I just don't think the list is credible. I think we, I want more people that aren't blowing so, up yet. So you're in, in your eyes. Now, I don't know if you want to get into this right away or if you still want to get your point off. There's obviously a couple of names that were omitted from this list. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just talk about a couple of them. So somebody like Takashi, 6ix9ine, of course. Well, they said why. I understand that, but hold on. Takashi six nine. Um, I think bad bad baby. Bad as baby well. says she should have been on it. Um, can you name top of your head like another two or three artists that should have been on it this year? I still think Lil Sky should have been on Sky's, it. Sky's okay. He turned it down. Sky, so it's um, three. Um, let me just let me, let me see the cover and I can go. I'm Give going me, somewhere. Let me get two more names for you. Yeah, yeah. You Rich take, the kid. You think Rich the kid should have been on there? Okay, let's say Rich. He turned it down though. He okay. said because he was supposed to replace. Um, Little Sky yeah, supposed to be a said, replacement. He didn't want to be a replacement, yeah. which um, I agree. T with. Grizzly, T Grizzly. I think he should have been on okay, it. Okay, so it's five people. Lil Baby, Lil Baby. Okay, sure. It's NBA Youngboy, seven people. Um, um, yeah. anyway, go go on with. So your okay, point. so the point I'm trying to make is, so you just named seven people, right? Now, in addition to those seven people, let's say it was also Pump, Perp, that's eight Ooh. and nine, and Trippy, ten. Right. So I just yeah. named ten people. If you saw all 10 of those people on the cover, based on your definition, you'd be upset. I would be. Yeah, I agree. I would be. Right? Like, I'm so, not saying some of these guys shouldn't be on it. I, T. Grizzly, I would have put on it. Like, uh-huh. He's not blowing up so that So you much. would rather see people that you haven't heard of. Yes, people that make me go, oh, okay, okay, XXL, you did good. I see why this guy can blow so up. So why is it that people that, in your opinion, why is it that people that have blown up, the Takashis of the world, the bad babies of the world, even the little skies of the world. No, he declined, I guess, but it's not to count him. Why is it that they have a problem with not being on the list if they don't need it? Like, what, what, in your opinion, what do you think it is that makes Bad Baby tweet, I should be on this list? Well, she just didn't make the list because or whatever. Like, I don't know why she didn't make the list, but her not being on the list, I don't care about. People like Lil Skies, people like, who else I say, T Grizzly. Those guys, why are they streaming on this? Because they're not freshmen anymore. I know, but I, no, but I'm saying to you, they don't end up making the list and they complain about it. Oh, I see what you're saying. So I'm not saying, well, the, people that haven't, I'm saying the people that have complained about it, I deserve to be on it like a bad baby and like a Takashi. Those are the only two examples that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that it makes sense that they're having that type of reaction? Or are you saying to yourself, well, no, you shouldn't be on the list. Because you don't fit the criteria. Yeah, you should be honest because they have, they don't fit the well. So the criteria is you should be new enough to a point where we haven't heard about you. Basically, is what you're kind of saying. Yeah, like I, you shouldn't have a top 
100 Billboard song, top 40 song, and be on this list. At that point, it's like, no, like, yeah. everyone knows who you are at this point. Your XXL is not raising your popularity. Right. Okay. Because like, I remember when this list came out, like, in 2010, I'm looking at lists, I'm like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Who's that person? That's what I want to be like. Well, we're also in an era of, like, music is news. Not, not even the music. News just wasn't as available. That's true. I do agree. Right? Like, yeah, information wasn't as available. We would have to, you know, sift through your MySpace page rather than just see a quick synopsis of every single thing you've ever done I via am. your Instagram. That's basically. true. It is. Right. It was. We didn't have Spotify. Just search a person's name exactly. and find it. We would have to, have to like, let someone tell you. LimeWire or whatever. Like, through word of mouth, like, go listen to this person. AZLyrics.com. LimeWire. Remember LimeWire? Holy fuck. That was totally viruses yeah. waiting to happen. Um, but yeah, man, what, what else you want to talk about with this um, XXL stuff? Uh, I was actually going to go more into the magazine. Is it still credible? Is it still... Do we trust it for hip-hop news? Do we trust XXL? Mm. XXL says, I have an interview with someone. Are you running to XXL to go with, let's say, Jay, well, Jay-Z, because you like Jay-Z. Or is there anything Jay-Z? Well, I mean, to me, to answer that question, it would be a question of how's their journalism. I think we've, we've reached a point where well, a lot the of journalism almost succeeds the name at this point, right? So if it's a good journalist and it's written well and it's, it's in-depth and it's information that you're looking for, like when, when Jay Cole did an interview which, uh, with, with Vulture magazine, mm-hmm. no one was really checking for Vulture magazine for a Jay Cole interview. Oh, of course not. Right? It could have, let's say it was XXL. Would the interview have been as good? I don't know the answer to that. So where I'm going <coughs> with that is it's not a question necessarily of are they still a staple in hip hop? To me, at least it's more of a question of can they still provide good journalism? When's the last time you ever picked up it? When's the last time you ever read anything from XXL that was not freshman list related? I couldn't tell you. Oh, yeah, okay. I couldn't tell you. That's all I want to say because I couldn't tell you either, to be <laughs> honest. So, I mean, is it still a, is it still a staple then, in your no, opinion? No, no. They used to, I used to go there for um, um, album reviews. They used to have the small, medium, large, extra oh, yeah. large on the reviews. Oh, yeah. And I used to go there all the time. But now they just they don't do it. Or they don't so do what it is anymore. it now? It's... Almost strictly word of mouth. It pretty much is. Honestly, the freshman social media is, reaction, right? The freshman list is all they have at this point, I believe. So, this comes from someone that lives all the way in Canada. So we don't, not <laughs> not not New York because in New York it's probably bigger. Because you're saying all the way in Canada, well, like, <laughs> that far. All uh, I'm trying to say is that in New York it's probably bigger because it's from New yeah, York. This is again, as usual, the, the the premise of our show, which is we're giving you the Torontonian perspective on how we feel about all of this, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. we're going to be spot on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we might be way off. And that's our story and we're sticking to it. In Canada, they ain't that big. You see the new Drake video, the I'm Upset? I haven't seen it. I don't really check for Drake stuff, I'll be honest with you. Man. Just, like uh, albums, okay. But like new videos, this, that, clothing, uh, that. I don't really care. Um, but apparently this has to do with like a reunion. Yeah, it's a grassy. Shout out to everyone that watched the grassy. I used to watch the grassy. I used to watch the grassy. Um all the OGs are back from season one, Degrassi, like from when What season Drake, did, what season did Drake get shot? Uh four or five, can't remember. I probably watched I know I probably didn't watch since the beginning, but I can probably tell you I watched a lot of season three, four, five, six. Yeah, so some of those guys, pretty much everyone in those in those seasons, uh Stars of the show were on were in the um, in the video, and it was just a reunion. They all went to back to Degrassi High. So this is, what, is this just like a is this just like a regular 
a three-minute video for however long I'm upset is? Or is this like a quote-unquote no. cinematic experience it's like, where it's like seven minutes? It's actually like, yeah, it's like six minutes. So there's like a little build-up. Okay. And then the video happens and then there's a little minute and a half at the end of them talking and some Jay and Silent Bob were in there and they were talking and there was a fire and it's honestly a lot of the grassy references. You should take it in. I think at least once. It's what's the what's the public reaction to it? Just a Degrassi reunion. It was pretty good. Like it's nothing special. It's not like wow. It's, it wasn't like his um don't worry give away money God's plan video where it's like plan, yeah. wow he's doing such a good thing. But it's just like yeah it's oh, a decent man. video. Drake should have never entered this beef man. Well, do you think he, he, he was undefeated until the beef? Pretty much. Well he God's he wasn't expecting plan. it. Uh, what else was it? Uh, Blockboy JB. He wasn't expecting. Uh, the little bit. No, he wasn't on the song with Blockboy. Yeah, he was. Oh, then the little baby song after. The little baby. Oh yeah. my God, he was on the. F- he was lining himself. He was doing up. good. I told you, he was doing good. He was lining himself out, and then he and then he loses the free. St- then he loses the battle, and then he loses the "I'm Upset" uh, uh, single because no one liked that. <laughs> Taking that song probably did good. It's probably charting, but pretty sure it's to true. Drake's level, it's shit because it's not like top ten. Pretty much. Uh, let's move on. Oh, question. Go ahead. You think Drake's going to sing the World Cup anthem for twenty twenty six? No, it's, that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. You imagine that shit, yo? If I see that, yeah, man, like man. you're Drake singing the twenty twenty six World Cup Come anthem. On. Now, part of you might be wondering, well, why would Drake be singing the twenty twenty six World Cup? Um, that doesn't really make sense. Um, well, there's a reason for that. If you want to go ahead and tell them. All right. It was announced yesterday by our lovely leader, Justin Trudeau. Lovely leader. That Mexico, U.S., and Canada won the bid to host the 2026 World Cup. Now, here's the thing. They won the bid, right? Does that mean it's guaranteed at this point? Yes, it's guaranteed. Okay. okay, Unless something happens that they just say they can't host anymore, it's pretty much saying it's happening in... U.S., America, and... Isn't this the first time that they, uh, I mean, maybe minus, like, Soviet Union or some shit? Isn't this, like, the first time they're doing, like, More than one countries? countries? I, I do believe so. And I do believe they do it in multiple countries sometimes, but they only give it to one country. So, like, they will say maybe Russia, but it might happen in a country right beside Russia. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, like uh, Slovenia. Yeah, and, like, stuff like that. I do believe it happens, for, especially for the Belarus. Olympics. It happens a lot for the Olympics. Just because... Right. They can't have... One country can't have state-of-the-art in all stadiums. That's well, true. Some of the smaller countries. But, yeah, um, for Canada, because that's what we care about, um, whole cities are going to be Edmonton, Toronto, and Montreal. So all three of them are going to host, um, or is it one of the three is going to host? All three of them are going to host like some sort of game, soccer games. Games, okay. So that in Montreal, that's going to be the uh, the Bell Centre or whatever. Or the that. Expo Stadium. They wouldn't. Do you think they would? No, nah, they would, wouldn't they use where the um, Montreal Impact play? Yeah, isn't that the Expo Stadium? Oh, I don't know. Is it? Oh, okay. uh, and <laughs> in no, Toronto, no. it would probably be where Toronto. They said supposedly um, someone at work was talking to me about it. it said they're going to repurpose BMO Stadium. Yeah, because they got to make it so much bigger. They well, they already so extended much it. Big. They got to make it so much BMO bigger. Field. Yeah, they how already. Many, how many people does it seat right now? I think it seats like eighteen. If okay, not more. let me tell you, Wembley Stadium in in well, nothing in London, can be Wembley. It's like a like hundred thousand. Yeah, Wembley, and it massive. sells out for the Olympics. Oh, okay. sorry, for the um. For the World Cup. Wembley is So they've got to like be able to see like 30, 40 easily. And then Edmonton has a, a lot of shit. Edmonton has... And they have the Whitecaps. The Vancouver Whitecaps. Yeah. It's an MLS team. Like, 
that's like that's a whole different province. Because I was thinking they're going to build a new state. <laughs> you oh, said Edmonton. Oh, you Vancouver, don't have the white caps. Vancouver, <laughs> Vancouver is in British Columbia. Edmonton is in Alberta. Alberta. <laughs> I appreciate they have a soccer team. Don't kill me. They don't. They probably have a Canadian <laughs> soccer league soccer team. Um, Not MLS, but uh, I doubt it. But no, they have they have arenas, stadiums, etc. Like they have more than enough shit going on in in, uh, in Edmonton. Um, but yeah, man. So there, there's that going on. Uh, are they going to be building a new stadium? Like, is that something they're talking about? Or well, I guess it's still eight years away. So mm-hmm. I guess well, they would have to start now. Just, eight years away. Yeah, we just got the. We just found out we're going to be hosting it earlier this week. So I guess. Talks would be in... There's no space in Toronto to build. Oh, yeah. They would have to extend something in Mississauga, if anything. You think Mississauga? I was thinking it could be Markham or... Yeah, that actually They'll makes go a lot north. of sense. Markham. They'll go more north. That actually makes a ton of sense. Somewhere close to, like, it. a highway, like 400 or it's 404. That, that's, all, that's all. I think it's pretty interesting we're hosting it. We hosted the Pan Am Thing, uh, Actually, Thing responded to that. I just remember before I forget. Maradona, I think, responded to the, let's call it the North America World Cup. Um, yeah, let's call it that. He doesn't like it. He Mar- said there's no passion in those countries. There really isn't. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Soccer is not the top two sports in let's North America. Let's be honest. America. It's not top five. Well, no, it probably is. It is top five now. I think it entered it recently. <clears throat> but we still have basketball. The NBA is bigger than MLS M- here. Yeah, NBA. NFL uh, Baseball, huge. you could argue. Uh, football. Um, NHL. NHL. In Canada. Uh, ho- in, in Canada, Canada NHL. So- um, Hockey is bigger than soccer. I'll tell you that. And professionally. Professionally, yeah. That's why at I'm the like, amateur level, the you'd be surprised, man. There's a lot of soccer going on in the well, country. Yeah, soccer's soccer's blown up. Since we got TFC a few years ago, that's TFC true. came like in 2009, 2010. I can't remember exactly, but that helped develop and show Toronto actually has a bunch of soccer players. I like playing soccer. Who knew? Here's my question. Another last question. <clears throat> so the whole city or host country mm-hmm. by default gets an odd. Their team automatically makes it to the World Cup. Oh my God. Question, is Mexico, U.S., and Canada, all three of them are going to make it to the World Cup? Well, here's the thing. I think that that's going to most benefit the United States because their team is a team that's on the brink, right? They actually should have been Yeah, I think they lost, like, the last game. So it's like Mexico will be there. Mexico's in right now. Yeah, exactly. Mexico will be there. They don't need an automatic bid to get in. Canada, there's no point of us being in it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? The United States, again, being a, a brink on the cusp type of team. On the bubble. You bring them in, anything can happen, man. They can't score for their lives, but anything can happen. <laughs> right? They have Jose Altador. They have, uh, that's all I know. They have, ah, that, they have the guy with the dreads that plays defense. They have that other guy that plays for Toronto. Uh, Michael Bradley. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, how, that's how much, see, guys, we love soccer. <laughs> That's it. So let's get off the soccer stuff because neither of us are experts. Yeah, let's move on we'll to our, our on. wheelhouse, man. Our wheelhouse. Let's talk about hockey. some NBA hoops. Uh, hockey, yeah, right. <laughs> let's talk about some NBA hoops, man. Uh, a superstar said he wants out of a city. Can you make a guess? Um, DeRozan says he wants out of Toronto. Uh, no, incorrect. <laughs> uh, Kawhi Leonard says he wants out of San Antonio. This is reported. Sources say type of thing. Um, what are your thoughts? I, I saw it coming. He did not like the way the manager was treating him last what year. What did he like? They were trying to force him to come back to to play ball. As like you said, if if I say I'm not ready, I'm on my contract here, don't force me. Because mm. you think, I know we're not going to win mm. against Houston, against Golden State. Why would I now try risking myself knowing I'm going into my contract here? Mm. 
get another injury. Yep. I'm supposed to be a super max player coming going into my free agency. I'm yeah. not gonna risk that shit. Fuck That's that. True. But the um, Spurs front office probably saw it as, look, we need to sell tickets. They fought for that eighth, eighth or seventh. Uh, they were. They faced Golden State, State, so they were seventh. Yeah. So they fought for that seventh spot. Mm-hmm. They didn't make it to like a, almost a week before. They wanted him to come in so they can get a better seating. Yep. He wow. says no, and they came before. So I'm thinking it's like, well, you're not respecting me as a human, saying I'm not ready to play, but you're forcing me because my because your doctor said I'm ready. That's true. Yeah, so what do you think about he it? He wants out. I think. Um, I'm a little surprised. I'll be honest. I, I I like the idea in San Antonio that their lineage of stars over the past twenty years, let's say twenty five mm-hmm. years. 20 years. Yeah, 20. Um, their lineage of stars have stayed with the team. The David Robinsons, the Tim Duncans, the Tony Parkers, the, the Manu Ginobili's. And it's almost a passing of torch to, to Kawhi Leonard. I think it's like um, Pop. I just want to say, I think that's because of Pop. I don't think they all stayed because. No, I, I, I understand that. I understand it's all because of Pop. That's just not my point. My point is that I, I just liked. Yeah. I liked that the superstars stayed with had the always team. stayed with the team. Yeah. So that was kind of like, oh, man, I don't. Like built I, I, I find bonds. something really rare about you know Dirk and and Kobe, even though he requested a trade or whatever the rumors may be, Dirk and Kobe and 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 who else? Um, I can't think like a Reggie Miller. It's too much pressure um, right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like people that that stayed, stayed with, with their yeah. team, built not bots. It's pretty much that. I enjoyed more Larry Bird, those type of people. Magic. You know what I mean? Like That's I, why. Yeah, like Golden State winning it was more satisfying before. Durant exactly. went there because like because they, it was they, homegrown. It yeah. was it was Steph and them. It was yes. all those motherfuckers that they accumulated. You know, obviously they picked mm-hmm. up pieces like Iguodala, but it was like, hey, we're picking up a good supporting piece. Yes. It's not, hey, we're picking up the second best player in the league. Pretty much. So that's a different discussion. But um, again, I, I really value in my personal hierarchy of what's important, how I view a basketball player. It's that staying loyalty. on the same team. It's loyalty. loyalty, right? And again, it's not even necessarily the loyalty factor. It's just yeah. I think it's cool that to play 20 years on one team. Yeah, I think it is. I yeah. think it's very impressive to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, he wants out. Um, thank you it's for all the same reasons you said. I, I absolutely agree with that. But let's make a prediction. Where do we think he's going? Because I, I'm, I'm wild with did, the amount of predictions that I have right now. And did I don't you know hear with. the rumor of where he's requested to go to? Now, is it a rumor? L.A.? Yeah, LA. Were they LA, LA. or New York? It LA. Was LA. So yeah. the rumor is that he's is that requesting bus? to go to LA. Bus is New York, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry, going. Wait, Genie Bus? Yeah. Isn't Genie Bus LA? Oh, it's LA. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's LA. It's LA. Yeah, I messed it up. Yeah. New York is um, that guy that plays in a band. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, I think he's, I don't know. I don't know. Like, part, okay. I have a couple of predictions. No, no. I only hear this guy. I have zero predictions. I have a couple of go. predictions. So my, my couple of predictions are this. The Lakers don't care about LeBron. They're going to get Paul George and Kawhi. Um, they can afford both players without giving up anyone, if I'm not mistaken. Right? If they want to go after LeBron as well, um, there's going to be something involving giving up Ingram, Kuzma, Jeff Hart, Josh Hart, sorry, Jeff Hart. <laughs> R- uh, Rondo? Josh Hart Ron- Rondo. and Julius Randle. Something's gonna like you know what I mean. They, they can't keep those young core pieces Something like crazy. that and um, still. And if they go ahead and do that, that's a great thing for them because now you picture a lineup such as Lonzo at the one, PG at the two, Kawhi at the three, LeBron at the four, or in some fashion, yeah. uh, you have three players that are the same height and same length. 
it's crazy. And then you run a center. Who's their center? Uh, is it Brooke? Yeah, so it's Brooke. And so they have some Zubac coming off the bench, something like that. Yeah. Ante so they have that going. Instant, instant threat, right? Do you think they're going to go to LA, though? Um, I also have a wild rumor. Now, this is a wild, not rumor, sorry. Yes. I have a wild prediction. And this is actually going to be the one that I stick with. Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. will join LeBron James in Cleveland. Yes, I was actually going to say that. I was going to say that when you were done. Like, I don't think LeBron's leaving Cleveland. In Cleveland. And I think he's going to recruit pieces to Cleveland. LeBron, to me, cannot taint his legacy anymore. He can't. He shouldn't. So what he has to look at is, I can't leave Cleveland, but if I stay on Cleveland, I won't win titles. How can I do this? Kawhi Leonard. The pieces. You got to bring the pieces you like, will fit. Don't let the front office... Well, he is the front office at this point. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, the ownership situation is the only thing I can see LeBron... Making LeBron leave Cleveland. But I think he's going to do heavy recruiting with uh, Kawhi Leonard. Um, yeah. But I think Kawhi Leonard might snake him and, and, and join forces with Paul George. But... Um, is Kawhi from LA? Yeah, he's from LA. Okay, so, that, so there's rumors means- that he might go to the Clippers. Well, I have to the Clippers can afford him, and they, they're going to chase him because they can't afford A lot of people like the idea of him going to the Clippers. Um, a lot of people like the idea of LeBron going to the Clippers as well. Nah, I don't care about LeBron. Here's why. Because L.A. obviously could be a destination city for him, um, but he wouldn't want to put on a Lakers jersey for Kobe reasons, for Magic reasons, for, uh, for reasons. That's so true. Et cetera, et cetera. That's why I don't think he's going to leave Cleveland. Yeah. Just because I, I can't see him in any other jersey. Um, okay, so let, we're talking too much about LeBron for a second. We're going to get to him shortly, um, but let's talk about Kawhi. So again, my official, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have two predictions. My official prediction is going to be that he joins LeBron in Cleveland. That's my official prediction. Mm-hmm. My side prediction, if I can make one, if I may, um, is that Kawhi Leonard goes to the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. What about yourself? So, yeah, if LeBron, I don't think he's going to, I don't think LeBron's going to get Kawhi to go to Cleveland. I just think Le- Kawhi's not going to go to Cleveland just because it's Cleveland. But I think Paul wanna... George is going to go to Cleveland because he won another primary ball handler. And Paul George can do that. Paul George can create his own shots. He doesn't need LeBron to create a shot for him. Paul George would be huge for LeBron. And that's why I think he'd rather have that over Kawhi. Not saying Kawhi's not good. Just that for LeBron's style of play, Paul George would be a better fit. So I think Kawhi would go to LA, the the Lakers. I think he will That's fit him perfectly there. They'll get rid of Randall. I think they'll keep Lonzo. They'll keep. You gotta keep Lonzo. They'll keep Ingram. They'll try and keep Kuzma, but Kuzma was just was a lucky breakout. Had a lucky breakout here, and I feel like he's not slowing down. He's not. I don't feel. I feel like I'm not going to risk questioning that. I'd rather get rid of him for Kawhi, okay, if that makes sense. Like, let someone else question if he gets... I'd rather have a for sure peace than uh, he could be peace. Okay. Or what can he be peace? That makes sense. <clears throat> so because I think Kawhi is going to go to L.A. That's it. L.A.? Yeah, I think he's big enough to go wherever he wants and teams will make money for him. Yo, what if the wants. big three ends up being Kawhi, Paul George, LeBron, man? In L.A. or in Cleveland? Anywhere. That's a crazy team. Anywhere. What a crazy... Yo, hot take... Paul George is going to Houston. No, he's not. No, nah, he's not going. I'm no, just he's talking not. Shit. Kawhi Leonard's going to Houston. No, he's not. Yo, can they afford him? They can't afford him and Clint Capella. That's 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 get the issue. Clint. They can't afford him and Clint. They're get not going to. They're not going to get rid of Clint. We'll play Ryan Anderson. 
Yeah, he should. Nah, Ryan Anderson's trash. But I, I remember reading <clears throat> into that, and they can't afford another max player because of Clint Capella. Clint Capella's a restricted free agent. Some team's going to come offering him so, 20 mil a year, and they have to match that because unless if they get rid of Clint, they're not going back to the conference finals. And you know that's true. I know that's true, but if they get rid of Clint and replace him with Braun or replace him with, okay, with, well, yeah. with Paul George or replace him with... Too many guards. They, they, need big Leonard. they need big men. Nah, we're good. We're they good won't money. Go, they won't go after PJ Tucker can guard the four. Who's going to guard the five? No one. You don't need to. You saw how Golden State played. Hey. <laughs> but uh, speaking of LeBron, because we did mention him. <clears throat> speaking of LeBron. ESPN, most dominant athlete. Okay, Have you seen this list? Yes. Are you, are you aware of this list? I've seen this list, Do you yes. agree with this list? Now, this nope. is not new. This came out... Uh, when did this okay. come out? I want to say like three, four weeks ago. No, way longer. Oh, really? I saw it like way three, longer. four. I saw it like three weeks ago. That's why I want to say like six months ago. This came out. Really? Yeah, this came out quite a while ago. So this for for those that are listening, uh, ESPN had released what they call the dominant twenty, and uh, what that is is that essentially they have the, what they call their dominance ranking. And what they're looking for is who are the 20 most dominant athletes of the past 20 years, right? Um, Now, before we get into the list, now, the reason why we're looking at this, again, it's not new information, but the reason why we had brought this up was because uh, Serena Williams, we felt that she deserves some more credit um, for being recognized as one of the GOATs across any sport, period, right? Mm -hmm. Now, before we get into the details of this list, because I'm going to ask you to make a couple guesses as to where some names may or may not be. Um, how would you define dominant athlete? Who? What makes a dominant athlete to you? Dominant athlete. Someone who first of all, you should be scared to go up against. Right. Even if you are the best mm-hmm. or you're one, consider one of the best at your sports, when you hear that person's name, you're like, yes. That person is better than me at that sport. I think that's dominance. Not only, some people say winning. Winning is also part of dominance. Just because you consistently win, you're dominant. Mm -hmm. But winning is not only dominance. Okay, so we talked about Serena Williams, like I mentioned, a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Where is she on the list? If you were to take a guess as to where Serena Williams is on this list, well, where, where would you say let me see. Football, basketball, baseball, soccer, hockey, tennis. Okay, that's six sports. Michael Jordan. I'll put it top. Last 20 years. Keep that in mind. Oh, that's true. Sorry, crash that. LeBron. Okay, in that case, I'll put it top three. Top three. Yeah, she's one of the most dominant. She's the most dominant tennis player. So she's already crosses off tennis. Mm-hmm. I think... She's the most dominant. She will beat, I don't know. I'll put her top three. Just, just put it that way. Top three. I don't know who I'll put before her. Serena after her, Williams is number 12 on this get, list. Who wrote it? Whoever wrote this list just wrote it for views. Some names ahead of Serena Williams, you ask. Yes. Um, Michael Schumacher. The, uh, the race car driver? Anika Sorenstam. What does she do? Ladies golf. Can you just know you're saying she's more dominant. Jimmy Johnson, uh, also a NASCAR <laughs> driver. Okay, no, I was talking about the football guy. <laughs> the guy who... The guy that owns um the star the what's it called not stars Dallas Dallas Cowboys Cowboys yes Peyton Manning or that's argue no I wouldn't put him over Serena definitely not Tom yeah. Brady yeah Tom Brady's the only football player I'll put over her 
Interesting that you say that because Tom Brady is number 20 on this list. Okay, so this list is whack. Uh, End of story, this list is whack. So, right okay, there. here's my thing. Where's LeBron on this list? I think that LeBron's number two. Who's and one? I think it makes sense. Who's one, if you ask me? Tiger Woods. And that makes perfect sense. At one point, yes. No, Tiger Woods is number one. He was period. dominant at period. one point, yeah, but period. he didn't keep that dominance. It's not about keep. You got to remember how long he was dominant for. You can't just say keep it because he's not maintaining it in the last four years. You have to acknowledge the previous 20 years before yeah, that. Yeah, but you can't just, you can't give me 10 years of a lot and then okay, but it's 10 not years like, of nothing. It's not 10 and 10. It's like 15 years of literally the greatest human athlete ever. Greatest and three years tennis, of greatest golf player. Ever. Three years of mediocre. It's not, it's and been, you're telling me that taints the legacy? It's been no more than way. three years of mediocre. No He's been mediocre. He's not even been, at one point he wasn't we even are mediocre. not even going to get into He's, this argument. He was sucky at one point. We're not going to get He was it. sucky. Woods he was not mediocre. deserves number one. I wouldn't, I'll put him top five, but I wouldn't put him number one. LeBron James definitely deserves number I'll two. I'll put LeBron over him. I will put Serena over him. <laughs> I'll Yo, probably put Pey- I'll probably put Tom Brady over him. This is gonna be a situation where we agree to disagree, and then I'll put in. So he- I'll put him top five. Don't get me wrong; he was dominant. He killed golf. Tiger Woods number one, but he's not top. He's not Tiger top. Tiger Woods is literally like top one. I'll put him top five by far. Anyway, sorry, go on. LeBron is consensus number two. I'll put him number one. I think right. Um, to me, you can't tell me. Any football player is dominant. You can't. You just Why? can't tell me that because there's too many factors involved. I, okay. One person alone cannot win a game for you. Tom Brady cannot win without an offensive line. Tom Brady yeah. cannot win without wide receivers. Tom Brady cannot win without a great tight end. So but. how can Tom Brady be more dominant? And I'm not saying you're saying this, but how can Tom Brady – be more dominant than Serena Williams, as an example, because he makes other people great, and that's how they. That, and that that's the same way about basketball. Saying how's LeBron more dominant? He yeah, he needs four other people on the on the court okay. at the same time. Dominant, but 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 he makes other people break great. Okay, what Tom Brady does is Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't just throw the ball to the receiver. Right, he throws the ball to where the receiver can only catch right. it. Right, okay, that that's. Talent for you to, be able to throw something where you know there's four people, three people are going to run to that place, but I only want one guy if he does catch it to be able to catch it, and if he can't catch it, the other two guys can. That's something that great quarterbacks can do in the NFL, and that's something Tom Brady does all the time. He throws people open, that's what it's called, and that right there is a talent. So, let me ask you something who do you think, just quickly without overanalyzing, who do you think is the greatest basketball player of all time? LeBron, who do you think is the most dominant basketball player of all time? Well, in that case, it would be Michael Jordan. I actually think Shaq, but... Okay, so here's my point. Greatest and most dominant, to uh, me, are two uh, different things. That, that's true. I Tom see. Brady makes people great. Tom Brady is not dominant as an athlete. Well, he's dominant at that sport. He's not dominant as a quarterback. Yeah, he is. He's great as a quarterback. No, he's dominant as a and quarterback. And has a great team around him. He steady wins as a quarterback. But they can't say he's... Dominant. Right? Take Tom like, Brady off that team. Put in the backup. Put in okay. Okay, no, they actually they did do good with the backup. Put in Garoppolo. Uh, they went three and one with Garoppolo. There you go. But that's small sample size. Let's say, how many rings does Brady have? Five. 
let's say it's five, whatever. We don't factor. Five or six. <laughs> it's five. He lost two. Okay, so give them the exact same team. Sorry, give the Patriots the exact same team, the exact same coaching, the exact same mm-hmm. scenarios, but substitute Tom Brady for Drew Brees. They're not winning five. How many rings would Drew Brees have in the same amount of time? You said Brady has five. He has five and seven. You have two or three and seven. Okay, so two or three. So this is my point. The franchise is still a great franchise, but you're telling me plus two on the um, plus two on the ring count makes Brady dominant. Yeah, because it was. See, thing about football is you need to watch football to see dominance. I get it. It's like Megatron. Megatron was an amazing receiver because he went out there, got it, and pushed people off him. Now, you can go to stats and say, oh, you only caught three balls this game, but how did he catch those balls? ODB, he's dominant because he's going, he's doing some acrobatic shit to catch the ball. That's what makes him dominant. His ability to make people great in game situations is what makes him dominant. Sure, he may have only got, he only throws 20%, or sorry, 50% of his. Of his throws are completions, but stats are different from... There's no When it comes to dominance, I feel like you need to watch them play. That's why I need to say dominance, to see how much better they are than the competition. Okay. That's, that's what dominance is, how much better they are than the competition. That's a great way to describe it. And with that being said, how much better they are than the competition, there's no way you're telling me any football player is that much better than their competition than Serena Williams is for her competition. Than LeBron James is for his competition, than Tiger Woods was, was. for his competition. See, everyone is, 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 is was. Tiger Woods is also old and ready to retire. You can say was for Dale Earnhardt. You can say was for I, Floyd First of all, I don't put NASCAR drivers in you just because it. I don't know anything about NASCAR. Don't know, yeah. I don't know what makes you good at your NASCAR at driving. To me, you're just turning left and putting your foot on the gas. That's just to me. Okay, so let me, let me read the list. I'm going to read the list really quickly gotcha. and see... Who should and who shouldn't? If you don't know the name, we move on. So, number one, Tiger Woods. Number Ooh. two, LeBron James. Ooh. Number three, Peyton Manning. Number four, Jimmy Johnson. That's the NASCAR driver. Number mm-hmm. five, Roger Federer. Okay, um, yeah. That's a great rating for him. Uh, number six, Anika Sorenstam. Um, number seven, Michael Schumacher. Number eight, Floyd Money Mayweather. You probably think he should be higher. Um, I think surprisingly, no. Surprisingly, that was actually a rating that I agreed with a lot. Although he was great, um, you can't use overly dominant because there's a lot of people that – not that he ducked. He actually didn't duck. Um, but he didn't fight. We'll see. But there were a lot of fights that didn't happen that could have been dangerous for him. Gotcha. So that's probably the best way to put it. Um, number nine, Marta, the Brazilian uh, soccer heard player. I've heard of her. Number 10, Usain. Um, that's a very fair rating. He was okay. extremely dominant. He was. Number 11, Leo Messi. This is where mm-hmm. I don't agree because I think Ronaldo is way more dominant than Messi. Um, number 12, Serena Williams. Number 13, Lauren Jackson. I agree Ooh. with that. Oh, WNBA player. Lauren Jackson. Beast. Oh, my God. Um, number 14, Cristiano Ronaldo. Number 15, Novak Djokovic. I don't agree with that at all. Number 16, Alex think Djokovic Aquiles. should be higher? I don't think Djokovic should be on the list. Okay, I don't think so either. As great as he is... He was never that dog. It was like tennis became a big three with him, Federer, and Nadal. Yeah, right. So he was never the dominant figure in tennis. And if he was, it was only for two years. It wasn't enough to yeah to be fifteen on the list. Yeah, actually, actually, he has twelve Grand Slams, which I'm. Uh, what is five Grand Slams by. a year? And if no, it's forty. 
But it's hard. No, 12, I thought it was five. 12 is a great number. No, four. But Roger Federer has the record. He has 20 Grand Slams. I think Pete Sampras has, I think, 18, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong there. 14, if I'm not mistaken. Rafa Nadal has 16 Grand Slams. Djokovic has 12. It's hard to win Grand Slams, man. Uh, number 16, Allison Felix. That's a great oh. rating for her. Um, She's sick. Oh, my gosh. Number 17, Barry Bonds. That's a solid one. Number 18, Mike Trout. Too he's early. Too early. Is that when he's, how old is he? 22, 23? 25 or something. He's so young. He's yeah, too, too young. Too early. Although he has... Uh, he's, he's bound to he's have... once a, in a generation. He is. Number 19, Pacquiao. Completely disagree there. Oh, I think he should be higher. Uh, never dominant. Pacquiao was never dominant. He was, he was just, just very famous. good. <laughs> and he was famous. He was just very good. He was never dominant. Okay. Right? So I think they're mixing up great with dominant. That's my problem with this list. Uh, number 20, Tom Brady. See, I think dominant is such a... So here's the thing. When I think dominant athlete, I think you're that much better. Like you said, you're that much better than your competition. Are you stoppable? Pacquiao was stoppable. Okay, you know, are you stoppable was a good question. Right? Tiger um, Woods was not stoppable. Brady was technically stoppable. Yeah. LeBron James is not stoppable. What? Golden State stopped him? LeBron James <laughs> is not stoppable. I'm Golden not State stopped him? I'm not saying the Cavs. Oh, no, we're not saying... LeBron James is not stoppable. One-on-one. Right? Okay, let's put it this way. Floyd Mayweather was not stoppable. Serena's not stoppable. Trout really isn't stoppable Let, let me ask you this question. Go ahead. In 2002... You're going to Tiger Woods. You're picking a golf team. Tiger Woods is number one, first pick, right? Mm-hmm. You're picking an NBA team right now. LeBron's number one, right? Right now, okay. Like you're like out of everyone you can pick from, would you not pick Lebr- LeBron number one? Okay. Would you not pick Tom Brady number one? No. Oh yeah, never mind then. Ignore my question. <laughs> no. Ignore my question. What else? <laughs> that, that's what I'm just saying. Tom, don't pick you, Tom you're Brady. Trying to, you, are you still trying to shit on Tiger Woods? No, I'm just trying to say how dominant Tom Brady is. Okay, so I'm gonna speak on Tiger Woods for a second because I, I think Tiger Woods is amazing. I just think I just don't think he's top. I don't think he's number one. You're shitting on. Him. I think he should be like number four. Okay. And it could it could be um, recency bias. Because he's not, he hasn't been doing anything you know good recently. That's the best way to put it. But recency bias. Because <laughs> I do know at one point in my time, my, my parents, that's all they could talk about was Tiger Woods. Exactly. And my parents don't even watch sports. Everyone on the planet watched. Tiger Woods revolutionized the entire game. He brought golf to black tennis, people. Of tennis. Of even, golf. Even though we don't look. Like right. He revolutionized black. the entire game. He, he, I don't even want to get into it because um, I don't know enough about it. But I know he revolution, revolution, revolution. I can't say that shit. What the revolutionized. Fuck? Anyways, let's move on. The television, man. the television. What's that thing? The television shall be revolutionized. The revolution yeah. shall be televised. There we go. The revolution shall be televised. Although we didn't say that, we said revolutionized. <laughs> um, but yo, let's move on. Let's move on. Oprah. Hey. Apple. Hey. This is the thing. What yeah. happened? So it was announced that um, Apple signed multi-year, multi-million-dollar deal with Oprah to create content for their service, being Apple Music. That this sounds uh, eerily familiar. Yep. Does it remind you to two weeks ago when we said um, the Obama signed a deal with another streaming company? Yeah. So Netflix signed a deal with the Obamas to produce content. Yes. Oprah signed a deal with Apple. To produce content. Do you think Apple was doing this because of the Obama thing? Yes. You think the you think they were they were not in contact till they saw the Apple is lining themselves up to move on completely to that streaming service. And you know who runs Apple, right? Who? Ellie Reed. 
Apple's like con like their who signs their who creates all who will sign Oprah would have been Ellie Reed. Mm. He's a person that. So you, do you think now? Do you think this is a big deal? I think I think this is a big deal because you you have Oprah's a great content creator. No arguing that. Right. So Oprah's a great content creator, and you kind of think about like what Revolt is is doing. Mm-hmm. It's getting the names of great content creators to have that ongoing platform for it. Right. So whether it's existing content like syndicating Breakfast Club. Yeah. Or whether it's getting a name like a Joe Budden to create original content, you need content creators at this point. And so they got Oprah to do it. And there's a big value in content creators because people people aren't even necessarily being as sold by the names anymore. They're being more sold by the body of work. And I think about Netflix shows like Stranger Things. I think about Netflix shows like um, Black Mirror. Um, 13, Reasons, 13 why. Reasons Why. There's so many different shows where it's not like, hey, watch this show because this person's in it. It's watch this show because it's a great show. And because Netflix. And you bet, oh, and how many articles come out? Learn learn who the actors are, mm-hmm. right? Makes so sense. you get the content creators, you start at the top. Netflix has been doing this flawlessly for quite a while now. Definitely. Apple's like, hey, we need to get on board and we need to spend big money to do this. And Oprah's step one of that. Question. Mm-hmm. Who's... How, I'm trying to explain. Who's Oprah's core audience? All of women. You think there's 22-year-olds that are like, you? I, I kind of want to see what Oprah's coming out with? Yes. I feel like it's not. I feel like Oprah's core audience are not the people that go to Apple looking for something to watch. I don't agree with that at all. I don't I think... think um, so what, what what's she going to create that's going to what what do you think, what would you what do you think because we have we have, there's no details on what she's going to mm-hmm. what thing all they say is that she's going to create an original program well it's it's hard to say that because we don't know the direction that Apple's headed in mm, that's true right so it, it's it's hard to say oh she's going to do this she's going to do that if we don't really know where they want her to go exactly where like they're going I can see her just keeping it simple and and having a. a uh, a Letterman esque talk show or, or an Oprah esque talk show, like back in the day. So, right? And, and where she's interviewing people like on specials, right? So, kind mm-hmm. of think about like um, uh, Letterman's uh, My Next Netflix, Guest is yeah, uh, or Jerry Seinfeld's uh, Comedians in Cars, Cars Getting Coffee. Um, I can see her doing that. And, and what reminds me of that is so, think about the Beats One interview with Ebro and, uh, and, and Cardi B. Okay. So, you kind of see how mm-hmm. it was shot. That's Apple production. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I can see Oprah doing something similar to that where it's like, okay, I'm interviewing Beyonce. I'm interviewing uh, 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 Michelle Obama. I'm interviewing um, who else? Jay-Z. You know what I mean? Like, Uh There's very unique interviews. I'm interviewing Tom Cruise. Okay. There's very unique interviews that Oprah can do that other people just simply can't. Okay. And I think if you want to keep it simple, go ahead and do that again, Oprah. And we'll operate it very much like Letterman's, where it's not like you're coming in and you're doing a daily show. Yeah, like or you're coming in and you're staying on top of news. Letterman new episodes come out monthly. Yeah, it's not even a weekly thing. It's a right? Thing. So it's sit down with your friend, interview them for an hour, and we'll see you next month. Okay. Now, question. Oprah has her own network, the own yes. network. Apple is big. Mm-hmm. Oprah's network is big. Mm-hmm. They have TV shows and shit. Mm-hmm. 
who's benefiting from this? Apple or who's benefiting more? Let's just say who's because they're both benefiting. Who's benefiting more? Apple or Oprah? Because wouldn't it make sense for Oprah to just do this on her network and keep the no. money to herself? Like no. now she's got to split the money with Apple or Apple's got to pay her. I don't think there is a question of who benefits more. I think it is a mutual benefit. Like you said, they're obviously both benefit. But I don't think that and I don't think there's an answer to that question. Because I think what it does for Apple is it gives Apple legitimacy. It gives them a big name. It gives them uh, uh, an existing audience who will now tune into their stuff. Okay. Um, and then what does Oprah get out of this? Whether she needs it or not is is debatable. It gives Oprah relevancy. It gives Oprah visibility. It gives Oprah longevity. Yeah, so her network is not that out there. Right? Like it's, her, her network's not that out there because it's a premium channel. It is. It's not a... Well, yeah, when you, when those, private, those private channels are always like that. Exactly. I don't know they get no government a funding. single show on O Network. I just know the one that got canceled because it was about um, slavery. <laughs> right? So I don't know a single thing on, on O Network, yet 80% of people have an iPhone in their hands. Yeah, you're right. That's 50% of point. those people go on iTunes. Yeah, thirty percent of those people will see an Oprah show on there. No argument there. That's true. Right. That, that's my question. What I, I want to know how this benefits Oprah. Yeah, and how so, why uh, she won't just do her own network? It's a big move uh, for Apple for Oprah. Uh, curious. I'm very curious to see how uh, it, it looks like it's all going down in 2019, like across the board with the Obamas with Oprah. Who's quite, who's next to be signed who's and to what? TMV is about to be signed to who? Ellen. She already has like her CBS deal or whatever her Ellen Shul is. Mm. <laughs> mm. You heard it here first, guys. Yeah, you heard it here first. Ellen is bringing her talents to Hulu. <laughs> We're uh, I'm taking my talents to Hulu. We see it coming, guys. We see it coming. Uh, let's let's move on though, man. Should we should we wrap it up? Or yes. we're ninety minutes in. Yeah. Ninety minutes in, guys. We're we're bringing down the time, man. We're bringing it down. Um. So let's end it off with the usual, man. Let's end it C, off with C, that C, 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 S. That crazy Canadian shit, guys. Shit, now, as usual, shit. crazy Canadian shit is going to be those stories that you hear that make you say, what the fuck? That make uh-huh. you raise your eyes. That really make you scratch your head and sort of puzzle uh, either what's going on with the world or what's wrong with the world. Um, these stories, obviously, they will be coming from Canada, of course. Um Sometimes Toronto, sometimes outside of Toronto. Yeah. Uh, this time around, I know we've been uh, giving you guys a lot of uh, outside West. of Western Canada stories, some Vancouver stories, British Columbia, Alberta in general. Uh, so this time we wanted to bring some of the stories back to the greater Toronto area. Um, now, I have a couple of stories, so I'll, I'll just read the ones that I have here. Two children were rushed to a hospital. After a shooting at a Scarborough playground. Now, did you? Did you yeah, know? I she saw it on Six Buzz. Shout out to Six Buzz. And the first thing I did was go CP twenty four because I'm like, this has got to be like horrible. This is horrible. This is that'd be an accident. That'd be like maybe a kid brought it by accident or a kid was playing with their friends. But no, it turned out it was a grown ass man. We went to a kid to a playground, started spraying up the place. Russian? I didn't yeah. even read the story. I just read and it it's just like why? Why? What did this kid? What do these kids do to you? First of all. <clears throat> If you're into that gang stuff, keep that shit with the gang stuff. Right. Don't bring the kids into this. Don't bring the elderly. Don't bring the innocents. Uh-huh. That's how. That's the rule. That's always been the rules. Let's keep it that way. Last I heard, one of the girls was in on, in life threatening condition. Life 
life-threatening condition. condition. The other one was in serious condition, but stable. Jeez. And this was about two days ago. So I don't know how, what's changed since then. That's, uh, But all I'm trying to say is, guys, if you're into that gang shit, I don't knock the hustle. You got to make, everyone's got to eat somehow. Mm -hmm. But keep that shit with that shit. Keep that shit with the gang shit. Real shit. Don't get the kids involved. Don't get the elderly involved. That's Don't get sad, the innocent man. involved. It That's sucks. Shit. It sucks. I mean, two kids that have to, you know, go through that trauma. We don't yeah. know how it's going to impact their them parents, for the rest of their life, right? So, thank you know, thankfully they're alive. Exactly. Um, I think I, I think I had actually read that um, neither of them are 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 in life threatening condition anymore. anymore. Good. I Good think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, they catch that nigga. Um, but nonetheless, man, that that that's traumatizing, man. It so is. that's scary for everyone in the area. So. Be safe is, is the usual message, man. Yeah. Um, how can you how, how tell kids they can't go to the playground and play no more? Exactly. It's the damn playground. <laughs> it, it just sucks. I have a story that's even more sad than that. Now, this happened in Mississauga. Jesus Nice, you know what Mississauga is. <laughs> the secret family. <laughs> secret family in Mississauga. Shout out to Jesus Nice. Um, but again, it's a sad story, so I don't want to make light of it. Uh, Mississauga mom charged for leaving baby in a locked car for 90 minutes. Wow. Um, Come on, people. What do we even say at this point? How many times is this going to have to happen um, before people realize don't do that? If you can't take care of your kids, don't have kids. That's all I can say. Simple. If you can't take, if you know you're not ready to take care of a kid, do not have a kid. Simple. Simple. What happened to the kid? Did he break the window? Did someone like break the window? Well, I mean, the, the, it says here the child's mother had been shopping in a wow. nearby store for approximately 90 minutes. She went shopping. It looked like she went some... Wow. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the lady was uh, 29 years old. Uh, she's been charged with abandoning a child and failing to provide the necessaries of life. It's a big, yeah, it's a big thing. Um. That's fucked up, man. So it's like, I don't, I don't even really have words for that. I just think that's crazy. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> crazy is the right word for it. What makes you want to say this shopping trip is worth keeping my child in the car? Even if your child, even if the temperature was okay. Don't you think, like, aren't you fearful that somebody's going to walk by and, like, take your kid yeah. or, like, but something? That, that's why I said they right. shouldn't. If you can't think like that. You shouldn't have kids. That's insane to me. I just and don't understand. If you take that offensively, take that offensively. Don't have kids if you can't take care of them. Straight it's just, up. That's what it is. Straight up. I'll leave the last one for you. Okay, this one was not in Canada. I hope everyone saw it. But it was about. It was a video I saw. It was going around Twitter. I saw on Instagram, too. Of these girls at a bar or at a club, all dressed up, looking nice. Ah. And they said at the bottom, the man, our man left us. And they showed the bill. And it's 37,000 South African um, rand, which is equivalent to Canadian dollars, $3,800. Oh, my God. I didn't know what the conversion was. $3, yes. $3,000? 3800 Canadian dollars. Things like... So it's like 3000 American? Yeah, it was like 2800 like American. Some oh bullshit like that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Turned out they ordered 15 bottles of Vuv. Vuv? How do you say that? Vuv? No idea. I don't know. Some expensive-ass drink. One Glenfiddich, 18-year-old, malt whiskey. A bottle of Hennessy Cognac, 10 six-packs of ice tropay, a few mixers, bottled water, and some food. And some, yo, that's And then the up. man left. Did I didn't say how the man left. I want to know how the man slid. Not probably like, yeah, I'm going to the washroom. Probably. I'll be but, back, yo. So question. What up? If this was four guys and one girl, and the girl cut, wouldn't they be like, oh, that's the guy's fault? 
Yeah. Like, why did the guys be like? Yeah. So is this the girl's fault? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Because I think uh, I think I, I hope, double standard. On I'm not gonna this. say I think. I'm gonna say I hope we're in an era now where we can acknowledge that that was a stupid move by those women. Yeah, they thought they were getting some free drink. Probably weren't going good men on tour anyway. But nah, yeah, they thought nah, they were getting nah, some nah, free nah, drinks. Nah, nah, nah. That that let's let's pretend that that wasn't said. <laughs> But go ahead. <laughs> they were, they were thought they were getting some free drinks, $37,000 worth of drinks. Yo, that's fucked up, man. Now, suppose they, they've cleared the bill somehow, somehow they, but the club didn't say how the, the bill was cleared. You think? Did you think they ended up actually paying it, or do you think like they, the club just said, fuck it? Like, I think the, what can we really do? Then the club hired them as bottle waitresses. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's crazy, yeah, yo. It's like, what the fuck? It's not Canada. Make that be a lesson mm-hmm. for everyone to be careful. Be careful who you party with. Be careful who you club with. Because uh, that shit just might, uh, you know, bite you in your ass. <laughs> $37,000 bites. Say less. Say less. Um, but, yeah, I guess that that's pretty much all we got. Yeah, yeah we, we got. you just heard Bear Man's talking, guys. So continue the conversation by telling a friend to tell 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 a friend. Tell a friend. Is that six? Is that seven? No, whatever. Too many. (laughs) Just tell a friend. So, of course, guys, this this does bring you to the end of another episode of the True North Views podcast. Now, once again, I go by the name of Harris. You can call me Joshua. And stay safe. It's that simple. And what's the number one rule? Watch out for them wastemans, bro. Watch out, watch out, watch out. The streets is watching. And they're watching for the wastemans. So you better watch out. You know what it is. True North Views podcast, guys. It's TMV. It's episode eight. Back to our studio. You know. We out. Like Kobe with the fro. We're cutting it off. Eight to twenty-four. Let's get it.